Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, it's good. been a bit, a bit of a manic week, but it's Friday, so that's good. It's Friday. That's always good. Yeah, and um, um, I'm sitting here in a red sweatshirt. Can you believe it? No way yeah it's not i don't know when i last had a red i think in the 80s i last had something i, in I don't red. think i've ever seen you with anything yeah red. yeah so i had um i probably had the same color corduroy shirt in the 80s i now remember but that's probably the last time so, and is it a bright red it's a uh, quite a sort of bluish darkish red Okay, mm -hmm. that I can I can understand a bit yeah. more. Well, yeah. I'm sure you look gorgeous. Thank you. Wow, I think you have to send me a picture of that. I might have to, yeah. Yeah, and there needs to be, it needs to be documented for the record. Yes, yeah, it is quite unusual. It is. Is this a new purchase or something you've been no, it's a, at not it's, sure? It's a new purchase. It's nothing Excellent. fancy. And I've, I've put it on only about three days after having it which is that's wow. good for me you know that's also yeah a new development yeah usually things have to sit around for a bit and yes. i have to get used to them so wow that's yeah. very good mm. and have you worn your neon sneakers no because i bought some eco-friendly protection which i will tell you yes. about once i've tried it out whether oh to... yes good but it's a bit of a faff you have to apply it twice and you have to rub it in with a brush oh and so goodness. i haven't done that yet but that's on the yes. cards for today that's going to happen today oh wow yeah procedures oh. and rituals yeah. what about you how are you um i'm fine i finished the the thematic section of my course with my new ma's ah. which was really good they're such a lovely group of people and so sparky it's been really great fun to go through all these ideas with them and hear their ideas in turn and yesterday we watched in the mood for love oh nice i know just mm. the most brilliant film because it's such i mean it's so rich that film it just connects to everything it seems but it really connects to things like we've talked about you know definitions of dress fashion costume and different ways of defining fashion in different countries and mm. different cultures and modernity it really connects with and like history and memory and the senses it's really really good for all of the themes that we've been talking about so that was really really lovely kind and of what, finale and what happens now now beatrice we move on to focus on 1920 to 1960. So it's like the first six weeks or so are thinking about different ways you can understand fashion and dress, mm -hmm. different kinds of evidence, different methodologies, theories, la la. Mm -hmm. And then we focus in. So we'll, we're going to start off in the in 1920s next week, mm -hmm. which will be very exciting, and then go through up to to 1960 which will take us up to march okay yes so it's like you apply all those ideas and thoughts to a specific period mm -hmm. and looking at europe and america and looking at you know fashion and visual culture and and material culture it's going to be fun oh i wish i could be there 
I wish you could. Mm. We're going to come to the Noel Coward exhibition, All Things Big. Oh, well, yeah. The Guild Hall. Mm, yeah, I want to see that. Mm. That sounds really interesting. Yeah. They've been super kind and helpful in setting up a visit in January. Oh, no. Nice. So we're all really hoping we can go mm. in person mm. and see it, which I hope so by then. Speaking but, yeah, of it's this. exciting. Yes. I've been to the Michael Clark. I managed to fit in. Oh, I so want to see that. I managed to fit in two visits. Two um, visits? Two visits before the lockdown. I think I went actually on the, the last time I went on Tuesday before the lockdown. Wow. And um, I would really like to go again. It's, oh. There is just, there is. I hope I can go with you. Yeah, I hope that would be really good. Because I... I actually didn't know very much. I I used to go to modern dance quite a bit in the nineties mm. because I, my flatmate was a dancer, but oh. but I never went to any of his, which really really annoys me, and I don't know why. I was aware of him, and I was aware that he had connection with fashion, but I really didn't know very much, and I've only now sort of started to read up on. So I went twice without actually in some ways knowing very much. And I now sort of yeah. go through all the things that I, I didn't understand. And he's so amazing. I've only seen one performance, which was amazing. And he's it, it's like he's connected to so many facets yeah. of different parts of art and culture and fashion. He's really amazing. I think. And that's what the exhibition is about so it is oh, really? yeah you know, so so you get a sort of booklet which i have here and the first page is actually all the people he worked with um wow. i think in one part of the um, brochure they say it's like different portraits of him by oh, different people yeah so that's so, the so approach you mean the exhibition so sorry just to because I don't quite think I understand. So the exhibition is people who've worked with him before. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then each bit is them kind of... Yeah. So for instance, the first one, which is mm. you could just spend hours in, it's basically almost the entire floor, that ground floor. Wow, is sort that's of, a lot. You know, normally they split it up in different parts. There's still the, then yeah. the corridor that normally leads to the shop. So that's sort of separate yes. um but the all the rest of the ground floor is sort of basically one big room and there i think there are nine really massive screens high up uh slightly slanted towards you and they are all they're by a filmmaker the films are by a filmmaker called charles atlas and oh, wow. he apparently sort of pioneered filming dance so you get the same feeling like you're on you're seeing it live oh, um, wow. so it's not like you know sometimes I'm only used to seeing dance performances on tv when you see the stage and yes. you know you yes. so whereas these he's sort of among the dancers he's sort of in oh that's so interesting because mm. I've I've watched Michael Clark performances like that but I've never made that larger connection that how rare it is that you are within the dance yeah because it is really immersive i think yeah exactly and what i didn't understand it's i thought it was all i didn't i didn't know charles atlas so i didn't know all the bits on the screen were all from two films he's made and one is called oh. hail the new puritan 
and it's from 1986 and it's a, a mock documentary which which includes a lot of dance performances but it also includes the dancers walking around London which is really nice to see wow that must be fascinating yeah and I'd love to I'd love to watch this but I don't think you you can get it in in any way um yeah and so it's sort of it I just always admire it when people can curate these sort of big I don't know whether curates the right word, but, you know, big screen installations where something happens yes. on one screen and another and then the sound comes on on this one and then you turn to the other one. And it's, you know, it's one of these things you sort of, you you, get, you have enough time to get into one of the clips, but then, you know, the yes. sound moves to another one. And, oh, um, wow. So are you being kind of taken through the space by the... A little bit, a little bit, yeah. So you, so I guess you get sort of drawn in without really noticing by the one you're looking at getting silent, and then another yes. one, you know, starting. You suddenly That's hear the really sound, clever. and then in the um, there's also there's a one scene which reminded me a bit of the video for um, Adam and the Ant. What's that? The really famous song where they all dancing together. Ant rap. Mm. Um. Oh, Prince Charming. Prince Charming. Yeah, so there is sort of one scene where Michael Clark is in a big pub or club on a stage and he makes all these hand gestures. Um, oh. <laughs> not, not necessarily all child-friendly hand gestures. And then the people are in front of him and they make the same gestures and, and movements. So you see a lot of sort of club scene of the 80s and then there's one longer scene with... Lee Bowery and Trojan and um, what is she called she's called Auburn is her last name Um, yeah and um, they're sort of getting dressed before going out uh, and redressed and redressed Uh, (laughs) and it's really amazing and she keeps saying Troj Troj (laughs) and um, they were a little bit obnoxious as well in a way particularly in that clip but I read later also they were sort of told to exaggerate their behavior for, for the film. Yeah, and then there's a wonderful dance scene. There's one one in a pub with a whole lot of people that look a bit like skinheads leaning against yeah. the bar counter. And then, then they're doing this rather camp dance in front of them. So oh, yeah, but, but so what, just to backtrack, what mm, were they getting dressed up in, in for their night out? I think at first they had a sort of blue face so Rachel Auburn she just she sits in the chair she doesn't get changed right. um, but they have um, I, I don't actually can't describe it very well they have these sort of big caps you know that Lee Bowery always has these sort mm. of slightly higher caps and at first it's quite I think quite a colorful garment and then um, Bowery changes into something much sort of lighter and it's all white and, and frilly and with a with a lighter wig and then michael clark wears you know he wears a kilt when he when he finally turns mm. up so yeah i'm not very good at describing these clothes sorry um, no that's all right it's interesting it's enough yeah i saw i saw lee barry once in a play that adrian's friend oh, really? directed and he was so incredible like such because he was really tall i'd never mm. kind of yeah got that i knew he i know he wears he wore big shoes but anyway he was mm. really tall and he was it was like he was a different species mm. because he was like just so amazing and compelling and so aware of himself do you know what i mean like yes. a, of the impact he mm. had and the yeah amazing 
And he's dancing, he's singing in some he's of singing. the clips. I didn't know yeah. He yeah, he sings uh, Ebony and Ivory, the McCartney wow. song at one point. Uh, I with, yeah, with one of the wow. other with one of the other dancers. So that I think he like sorry, no. No, 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 you go. I really love how he and Trojan well and the club scene then. It seems it's almost like they were just looking at Picassos and Yes. I'm thinking that's what I'm going to do. Look like, yeah. And it's it's like all along. It's like that idea of, you know, if you're going to paint your face, why not just paint mm. your face? Why do you have to do it with, you know, natural browns and pinks? And, you know, if it's going to be artificial, it's going to be artificial. Yeah. And I enjoy that. There's one dance where they wear dotty clothes and the background has lots of dots on it and their faces are dotty. You know, everything... Well, Everything has you know, dots on if it. If you're going for a total look, Beatrice. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So that I think that's partly one reason why I want to go back because you could just could just go in there and just watch the clips again and again and yes, again. Yes. Yes. And then so you... does it? So is it like because there's the staircase in the middle? So are you kind of going? Other screens going? So you go. You go. So you don't go up, so you go right, um, and then around a corner. So the first screen is actually more or less to your right, blocking off more or less, looking into the big space. And then when you go yes. behind that particular screen, the entire ground floor is basically one dark space with these screens <laughs> hanging at sort of two... I love that idea. Yeah. Because it's quite an awkward space it in is. the Barbican, isn't it? Mm. And the good um, thing is, I mean, the good thing always about the awkward space I think is that when you're upstairs, you can look downstairs. Yes, I really like mm. that. And that works really well with these screens. It must do, because you must get interesting glimpses of different bits from different angles yeah. that make you rethink things. Mm. And then you go into another room where they show um, a particular performance with um, The Fall. and. Um. And there's a, this massive, there's some of the props they have. One of them is a sort of massive hamburger and <laughs> stuff like that. And I, I love that because the, the fall is actually on the stage with the dancers. Um, oh, wow. So that looks, uh, yeah, I Am Curious Orange, it's called, yeah. um, from 1988. And weirdly, it was actually commissioned to commemorate the th 300th anniversary of the Dutch-born William of Orange coronation <laughs> as King of England. You know, well, that, isn't I that think so that's amazing? probably the best royal commemoration I've I know. ever heard of in my life. Maybe we should write to the Queen for the platinum next yes. year, you know. So we have got some really good, good ideas. ideas. Yeah, that's what we should do. I mean, that and then Grace Jones singing Slave to the Rhythm while hula hooping at the Queen's 50th. Those two seem yeah. to me to be... That would be really those, good. Those are royal events I can get on board. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wow. we need to write a letter, I think. I think so. Yeah. And then the next one was my favourite. You then go into a room, a dark room, and there was this performance he did with someone called Susan Stenger. I, I don't know whether you pronounce that way. And she has this band big bottoms i think they're called and um they all play a uh, bass guitar so 
it's a bit like they describe it in the um, brochure like Stone Edge. So they, they're five or six people and they stand in front of really high amps in a sort of circle. And they wear Hussein Chalayan. And they play these really, really loud bass guitars. And they play more or less the same, so they don't play different things. They play the same thing. Sometimes it's a, a bit different. And then Michael Clark and sometimes other dancers are dancing in front of them. He's sort of mainly in black and at some point the light goes on and everything, the surroundings become white and some of the dancers wear white clothes. But it's just, partly it's the music, of course. It's just so, you know, five, six bass guitars. You just feel, you feel that. Yeah, you must do. Um, but I mean, it was at the point sometimes where I just thought, oh, I, it's almost too much for me now. But yeah. then also just to this big noise, just seeing this one man doing this amazing things, these amazing things with his body. Yeah. Um, it's just absolutely mesmerizing. Um, and it really sounds, I like the way from how you describe it, it sounds like it makes the audience dance because it's as though the audience the visitors move around for the screens in That's formation mm. and then the music enters your body mm. and makes your body vibrate it's i really like that yeah that's really true that's true because i you know i sometimes think i don't like immersive things i don't like exhibitions where where they want me to feel something and they make it mm. you know they really really push push for it with music or, or things like that um, but in this instance that it was great that it was so immersive and one thing I did keep wondering well, it's done in a really clever way yeah it was it was a really it's really really well done and one thing I kept wondering but that was before I read about Charles Atlas and that his whole thing was moving between the dancers and is you know I you don't come out of this knowing what it would have been like to go to a performance. Oh, that's funny. That's interesting. Because you're always right in it. Oh, so do you think it's more that you... Do you have a sense of what it might be like to dance in a performance? Almost. Or you feel like what it would be like to be on stage, you know, or ne quite near uh, the stage or on the corner yeah. of the stage. Or you're the one who does the filming. Because you never... You don't really see the stage like I said earlier like you normally see when they show a performance right, on course, TV yes. um, and there is one uh, sequence on the screens where they wear these amazing that that these were my favorite the Libari costumes and they're, they're like medieval armor and they're made out of fabric which has a sort of there's a beige canvasy maybe linen and then they have a sort of William Morrissey ish flowery leafy pattern and then that's sort of embellished with pink sequins and so you have this wow. sort of bodysuit and then sort of big sleeves several layers and on top of that you have this thing like a sort of gimp mask with a hood oh my god and tights totally covered with pink sequins and those are upstairs the, the actual costumes are upstairs. Because uh, I was going to say, what's upstairs? Yeah, so the wow, costumes are upstairs. Amazing. But downstairs, you see the dancers. Um, it's Michael Clark, and it's often this one dancer whose name I can't pronounce. It's something like Ellen van Schulenburg. 
she's amazing. So you see them dancing, but it's in front of a green screen. So you just oh, see. see their bodies. And again, you don't actually see what the dance would have been like, you know, to see as a, which is not, I don't say that's a bad thing at all. It's just something I found interesting that I just yeah. couldn't imagine what how it would have worked on a stage. That's um, really interesting, yeah. So, yeah, and then upstairs, it's different. A lot of artists like Sarah Lucas, who, who worked with Clark before, and they've made, from what I could gather, they made things especially for for this um, exhibition. And one of the rooms right. is dedicated to Lee Bowery and body maps. So they have these amazing costumes that I just mentioned. And then another... I mean, body map is so amazing. Mm. Yeah, so they have these sort of more elaborate costumes I just mentioned in a case, and then the other ones, there's sort of a whole lot of costumes, which are like just like T-shirts at the top, and then uh, attached to it a sort of skirt or tights, and they always have something written on them. They are just hang hang on the side, on the side wall. Uh, I'd love to have seen more costumes. So there, this just I wonder one. how many survive, and if they do, where they are. Yeah, I, I gather there are quite a lot, but I suspect the stuff with performance costumes is always, you know, they're sweated into, they're used mm. a lot. And uh, yeah, I wonder what what state they are. I don't know why they didn't display display more. But then, you know, it's not about, you know, for us it's a lot about that, but maybe not for everyone. Yeah. Um, so upstairs, I, I love the costumes. Um, and so the artwork was interesting, but it was sort of a little bit removed from, I guess, from my class. One is, there's one booth, you know, like there's like little booths or little, or not little, yes. but sort of individual rooms. One is with photos from Wolfgang Tillmans, and I really liked. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, and so. And how much do they say about body map? I didn't really read the um, captions that much but I think from what I gather from what I can see in the booklet it, the sort of what's in the booklet is quite similar to what's in the exhibition right. and there is a bit about body map and there's quite a bit about Lee Bowery but not as much as I would have liked yeah because um, I think Stevie Stewart from body map still works with Michael Clark she? yeah that's what I what it says in in the um in the brochure yeah so uh, for that reason, I need to go back as well. I think I spent so much time downstairs. Well, I can imagine. I was a bit. It sounds completely engrossing. Exhausted and when I, I got upstairs. <laughs> that, but that's the thing I think there that I often do that that I've kind of, I've run out of steam by the time I get up the stairs and, and it's a shame because the upstairs it's more detailed always yes. up there because it's the the, the little rooms. And so it's quite tricky. It's like you have to pace yourself. Um, but I love the idea of it. Oh, my goodness. Coda's just run upstairs and he's a very soggy dog. He's just oh. been for a walk and he's all wet. Yeah, it rained here oh, as well. Yeah, yeah, but it sounds such a good exhibition. Yeah, it's really... And I, I wondered afterwards, have you been at an exhibition about dance? Because I, I tried to remember whether I had been. <sighs> I, I mean, I have, in Monaco, um, there was an amazing ballet russe. And they've had ballet russe, haven't they, here? But even the ballet russe, I mean, that must have been difficult to give people an idea of what the performance was like. Yes. I mean, the, the one I saw in Monaco, it had 
it had amazing like film clips and it had this wonderful little room I remember that had Nijinsky as the fawn and it had it was almost like stop motion it had you know him in different poses so it was almost like by if you whizzed around the room you could oh yeah imagine it so there were little tiny bits of film clips but it was very I think what what the overwhelming feeling from it was was the kind of brightness and energy from the colors and the costumes and the different costumes for each before each ballet I you know that was mm. I mean it was a really good exhibition and it had a lot of artworks connected with them um FIT has had dance exhibitions mm. and I think I've got a feeling because one of my lovely PhD students Niall is looking at the beginnings of the formation of like London ballet companies mm. and I have a feeling he went somewhere in was it Germany or Austria? I don't know, but I'm, I'm sure he was telling me about one that was in mainland Europe. Mm. So I think there's a few, but I don't know that there's many on modern, like contemporary yeah. dance, I suppose, rather than modern contemporary. Mm. I just thought but it... clearly we want more. Yeah, and I just, it was just, I wonder how, what do you do if you don't have this style of filming, you know? That yeah. made just such a difference in making you feel part of it. Yes. No, it sounds like such a different experience mm. of watching dance, but also of being at an exhibition. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I really hope it's open. Yeah, me too. And yeah, it'd be lovely if we could go together. I know. that. I mean, I can't even imagine when we last managed that. So that I would know. be super. Mm. Okay, well, that's our wish for the week. Yeah. And for the beyond the week. Okay. Very good. Very good. Well, I will speak to you soon. I have to go and dry this dog. Yeah, okay. All right. It's so soggy. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.